Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 100-Year Real Estate Investor. We're your hosts, Jake and Gino, and this is the show dedicated to long-term personal financial engineering. Gino, how's it going? Jake, I'm doing great today. How you doing, bro? We're talking about money today, so I'm fired up. We're talking about them big dollars, the big bucks. And hey, listen, whole life, dual asset strategy may not be for everybody, and that's okay. But what are rich people doing? What are the biggest banks in America doing? Gino, share some balance sheet info with your brother here. Whew, that's a nice intro, Mr. Stenziano. I've got to say. And for the Jake and Gino community, most of them get it. They're real estate investors. They've got $1. They want to maximize it. They want to invest in assets. This is what we're talking about. This is what the 100-year show is all about and the Jake and Gino show is all about, is about utilizing assets and creating that strategy. Now, Jake, you asked me what banks are doing. It's called bank-owned life insurance. And Coley is corporate-owned life insurance. These institutions know that they need to have safe capital. It's called tier one capital, any life insurance that's owned by the bank. It's the safest capital. And it's, you know, the FDIC classifies it as tier one. And when I look at it, I would like to say, Jake, by a show of hands, how many of us out there think the market's at a high? I wish we had a crowd out there because everyone would be raising you their know, hands. You know, I think the dollar's at a low. <laughs> <laughs> if you think the market's at a high right now and you have all your mark risk, your money there, risking in the market. You have to check your risk profile. And that, that's what banks do. I'm going to give you an example. Bank of America, back in 2015, that's the last balance sheet that I saw, they had over $15 billion in cash value life insurance. They had $3 billion in stock, about eight or $9 billion in real estate. So what does that tell you? They put their money where there's less risk. Why do they do that? Because they've got a lot of money out there already. We can get into fractional banking already. They're already making money by lending out loans and taking a, an inordinate amount of risk. That's what we do as real estate investors. We take risk on a lot of these assets. Not every single dollar that we have has to be deployed in risk. We can have assets and money in less risky areas. And that's how I utilize whole life. I'm using it as a savings vehicle. I'm using it as an estate planning. And I'm gonna let Jake get into this as well. Cash management. That's what that's what these banks are doing. They're using this cash management and his key man. If they've got an executive like Jake Stenzion in the books and he's, you know, gonna cost him $10 million to replace, well, guess what? They get a key man policy on him. If something ever happens to Jake Stenziano and he passes away, they've got the money from life insurance to go hire another Jake Stenziano. It's whole life for life, though. It's more like when. I, I agree with you hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? It's it's yes. when, right? So and, yeah. and you you open up the, the podcast by saying wealthy. Most people say, Oh, it's only for the wealthy. I disagree for the wealthy mindset. I wasn't wealthy at the age of 30. That's when I started and I bought my first policy. I wanted to adopt the wealthy mindset. So what do you do to become a wealthy person? You adopt their characteristics, their mm. traits. What are they putting their money into? Their habits. And go down the line. I've said it before. Look at Joe Biden's balance sheet. $7 million in cash value life insurance. Just saying, whether you love him or you hate him, that's where the wealthy have a lot of stories. He's a pretty value. old guy. I'd hope he'd be richer than that by now. <laughs> I'm just saying that's where a lot of these companies, and it's a great place. It's you, know, you have flexibility of premiums. As you get older, if something happens, you can have, be flexible with your premiums. You know, it's a place that I like to store. And we had the podcast with my brother, Mark. Go back and listen to that podcast on the Jake and Gino channel on the 100 year on YouTube. When you're younger and you need an emergency reserve, what a better place to put it than cash value life insurance because you're not going to take it out unless it really truly is an emergency. You know, if you have a savings account, oh, I saw something on Amazon, I'm going to pull that money out. No, you need to have those emergency reserves. It's a great place. My brother wishes he had more, more in that life insurance policy. You know why? Because you ran out of money because he was out there having fun and buying cars instead of putting more money into these assets. He didn't know when he was younger. I'm here to tell you when you're younger, 
if you want a wealthy mindset, and this is the reason why you listen to the Jake and Gino channel and all these shows, because you're at the right place. You want to become wealthy. This is why we're listening to this stuff and to the show. Start adopting what the wealthy people do. Here, it's real simple for me. I use it as a savings account, right? It's a savings account. Therefore, I have the money making more than it is in the bank. When I need to access it, it goes into real estate. And the cherry on top is that my family is really well taken care of because of it, because of the death benefit. That's where this stuff comes through, folks. Mm -hmm. You get nice savings, okay? You're, you're kicking the crap out of your local bank. You're putting the money in there. You're accessing it, the dual asset strategy, and you're taking care of your family on the backside. It's as simple as that. And Jake, to take it one step further, most people will say, hey, you know, it takes a couple of years, three, four years to get back to, you know, positive with the cash values. If you're looking to make a rip in the next two to three years, just shut off the channel right now. Don't listen. Yeah. To what are you again. buying apartments for? Right. I mean, <laughs> so. yeah. Anyone out there started a business and yeah. make profit from day one. If you have, God bless you. For me, three years before I saw any kind of return with the Jake and Gino education platform, I put my blood, sweat and tears in there. And that's what I, you're starting a business. It takes Dude, you time. Our first 25 unit. The, the septics blew up in like the first six months. You talk about a, a punch in the gut. <laughs> business takes time. But over time, the long term mindset creates a tremendous amount of wealth. That's the thing, exactly. you know, that, that's hard for folks. It's like any anything good that I've really ever had in my life, it, it was a minimum of a three-year commitment to really start churning. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it's all about perspective. What do, you, what do you want? Right. I agree with you, Jake. And you let that go and you continue to fund it and you continue to work. 20 years later, that policy is cranking for me. I'm putting X amount. I'm getting double my money back. My death benefit has grown. That premium that I started paying 20 years ago, it's the same premium I paid 20 years ago. It hasn't gone up. It's great. So I continue, I'm going to continue to fund that. Now, I was reading the Pirates of Manhattan. There's a great quote in here. I want to show you a stat. 68% of Fortune 1000 companies use life insurance to fund supplemental executive retirement plans. Hmm. Wonder why they do that. They don't need their money in a risky vehicle like Wall Street. All of you out there, Wall Street is the biggest Ponzi scheme. Back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, whole life was the place to go to store your cash value. Then the pension plans came out and the 401 came out and all of a sudden Wall Street started whispering in people's ears, go out there, get that 10% return per year. That's a fallacy. That 10% is not 10% because you don't buy low and sell high. Most people buy high and sell low and they don't invest for the 30 or 40 year time frame that they're talking about. They're taking little snippets of times of going on. So Wall Street has been poisoning people with that plus all the you fees went so on top fast, though, Gino. You went so fast right there. I, I just do, wanted, bro. Let me slow no, it but down you for a you basically look. Pensions started becoming uh, unsustainable. These companies mm -hmm. couldn't afford to keep putting the money into them, so the four hundred one k came out. Okay, mm -hmm. we keep going down this road of trying to max things out, max them out, and then so what we keep deluding ourselves. So. Oh, hey, for no more pension. You invest in a 401k yourself, you'll figure it out. Then to Gino's point, it's, well, this whole life can kind of be expensive on the front end. We'll, we'll just get term, you know, and then invest the difference. And then all of a sudden you end up with the Damn, term and bro. burn, right? Yes. You end up with the term and burn, meaning you have it, you're renting this policy because you only need it for a few years. Then you hit 40, you hit 50, and all of a sudden you have a life event and you're not qualified anymore by the time the thing re-ups. And now you have no way of protecting your family on the back end versus buying the asset, right? Excuse me if that's not, you know, correct terminology, but buying the policy, having the guaranteed whole life for life, having that guaranteed death benefit on the back end. Don't shortchange yourself. OK, that's the issue that we have with this. And they need stable growth for predictable income. When all of these obligations come due, if they have the money in the stock market, the stock market's at 35,000. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, it's 25,000. What's going to happen? They got to sell low. So the whole life has allowed them to have stable, predictable growth. 
I'm not telling you to put all of your wealth into whole life. I would never do that. That's something that I would not do. But as I'm creating wealth from these real estate properties that we have, refining and rolling, having money in the bank, I'm taking money, single lump sums, and putting them into different policies. And each policy, I think about it. Multiple streams of revenue, the honeybee, they're little cash cows for me. They take time to grow. I'm not looking to make money in the next two to three years, but 10 or 15 years, it's stable, predictable growth. And the cherry on top, I can access it anytime, take money out of my policy, go watch the policy loan webinar that we did with Kristen. Great job, Kristen, and use that. That's the crux of the dual asset strategy right there. This is not, whole life is not an investment. It's we're utilizing it as an asset to be able to pull that money out and go and deploy it, whether you're selling, whether you're buying and selling crypto, whether you're doing single family homes, fixing and flipping them, self-storage, any other asset, because I had money in my 401k. What did I do? I detonated it. <laughs> Same I, here. I, same here, big doggy. We took the 10% hit. I didn't have to take a 10% hit. Fortunately for me, we had cost segregation. It wiped off a lot of the tax return, but a lot of people don't have that. So look at how are you going to utilize it? I want you to adopt that investor and that wealthy mindset where you're trying to control the flow of your funds. That's where the whole thing is. If you can control the flow of your funds, become your own personal banker and teach this to your children because it's not just legacy wealth we're leaving behind with these nice big death benefits. We're leaving legacy skills behind. How do you build legacy skills? You teach them by saving for an asset to pay for any event. Don't save for retirement. Save to buy that asset that will pay for the retirement. Big mind shift here. Legacy wealth and legacy skills, Jake. Final thought or you know comment. I've never spoke about this, but even my grandfather passed away a year ago and he had a whole life policy. If he had term, oh. wouldn't have been qualified at the time that he passed away. Okay, mm. and it, it made a big impact. It was there for my grandmother when she needed it most. So you know, I'm just grateful that they they set that up because that made a big impact on my family. And gang, you want to schedule a call? Get on with one of our team members. One zero zero. It's one hundred yearrei.com. Check it out. Team is there for you. Well educated, specifically tailored to the real estate professional. Great job today, Gino. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Jake. Take care, guys.